Well, welcome back, Marys. Uh, this is our after show on All Right, Mary, which we call Nuance, where we kind of talk about some of the things that didn't make it onto the main episode, but we still wanted to talk about. Uh, usually it's stuff that happened in Untucked. Not everybody gets Untucked or watches Untucked. Um, and some people don't really care about Untucked. I love Untucked because it's more drama. It's more time with the queens. Um, I think... I do miss the old format uh, in the Interior Illusions Lounge when it was just a produced show. Uh, and now they're kind of pretending it's not a produced show. But uh, still, you know, you get some tearful moments. You get queens outside in broad daylight, in full drag, by the loading dock, you know. I love loading docks, if you know what I'm talking about, Mary. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, God! That was my nickname in college. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that. Uh, I mean, I think that that old. I picturing that old format of Untucked. I'm trying to imagine a queen like Evie Oddly, like tolerating that. I mean, I think what's interesting about this sort of new produced unproduced version of untucked is a queen like Evie oddly. Who's like, no, I'm not doing fake conversations. No. I'm, I mean, like she's giving us drama and she's giving us untucked fights, but right. I don't think that I, I genuinely believe her that she's not producing any more than like being switched on. Cause she's on TV, you know? Yeah. I think she's switched on cause she's on TV. I think that, uh, it the the fight with Silky escalated quickly. I I don't know. At some point, I'm kind of like, well, girl, Silky's trying to make TV, and so I guess that I, we could start with that if you want. Uh, the quote of hers, which yeah. is watching people not be honest, is like something that bugs her. If you're lying about something, you're just falsifying this entire experience. And I want to just talk about that quote, right? You're just falsifying this entire experience because isn't don't they tell all of the queens like this is a reality show? Don't we hear about all of these fights that, you know, are produced for the camera, for audiences, for the goop, for the gag? I'm wondering where Evie lies in the eyes of a drag race producer. I mean, that's a good question because I think that she's it'll be really interesting to, interesting to watch her however how much longer she's here on the season because I I I think she's bringing a new perspective where it's like, I don't care about any of those rules. I don't care about tears equal fans. I don't care about like making sure that you're like telling, you know, uh, production friendly stories. Like I just, the vibe that I'm getting is that she's, she's signed on for the platform and she can't shit on the platform and what it does. But I mean, to go back to what Rue said in the main episode, she's finding her own rhythm in how, mm -hmm. to, how she's doing it. And like, I I don't know. I'm really en I'm enjoying that like when a queen is producing and when a queen is kind of creating inorganic content, Evie's calling it out. And that to me is more interesting than the fake content that Evie's or that Silky's trying to produce. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. Last episode was it last episode uh when Evie was calling out the other queens on the other team like, "Hey, well if you said something about Silky, you should say it. You should fess up to it. Fess up to it. That to me is is drama, right? Like she didn't have to do all of that. 
And she kind of backpedals on it with Brooke outside where she's like, well, you know, you don't need to say it to their face. Meanwhile, she's saying this to Brooke who did not fess up to it. Yeah. So that's also why I thought it was really interesting because she's like, well, you don't need to say it to their face. But if somebody says to you like, hey, did you say this about me? You should fess up to it. I'm all for it. Like, I I, I don't think Evie's mm-hmm. wrong. I don't think I don't at all. Do I think he's, Evie is wrong? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find the nuance of falsifying this entire experience. Because I don't think I don't think that the queens are falsifying it by like, I don't know, making the workroom a little bit more interesting, right? She didn't have to paint her whole body pink, you know? I, I don't think that she's um I don't think that she's being inconsistent with what she's saying here and what she did in the workroom because Silky did ask. She did say, well, what did you say about me? And and Uh he'd be saying, well, if somebody asks, then I'm going to tell them. But I'm certainly not going to like run around saying, oh, by the way, I should let you know I said this about you in the confessional. Or, oh, by the way, I was talking shit about you before. Like, you'll find that out on your own. But if you have, like, if you have the, the, you know, the stones to to ask me if if someone said something, then I'm going to tell you. And I think that that's, I think that that's actually going back to like original reality TV. Like that's going back to unproduced reality TV, whereas the conflict was the genuine human conflict and not these like hyper-produced storylines. Yeah. So I feel like she's actually kind of bringing things back to like, you know, if you're going to cry, cut and cry Project Runway era, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, again, I, I don't think Evie's wrong. I just think it's an interesting nuance, you know, for lack of a better word, Mary, um, to mm-hmm. on this show that has been so produced. So in a way, yeah, Evie's kind of championing, championing or heralding uh, kind of a new way to be on the show. I just don't know if the producers are going to love it, which is why I'm I'm wondering how she looks in the eyes of a producer. Yeah, I mean, I think that she's definitely... I mean, there's no way for them to know that during the filming of the show except to predict it. But I think the way that people are responding to Evie and how much people are embracing her and people are connecting... Like, she's gotten, like, lots of positive feedback from just some of the stuff that she's been said in the last episode. Like, I think she's gotten uh, just a lot of support. Like, I think maybe in in response to the fashion photo review thing, which is, Mm. you know, don't take that too seriously. Um, Point being, I think that it would seem to me that the producers need to be thinking of, like, well, what are fans going to be into? And it seems to me that Evie's the kind of queen in season 11 that fans would be excited about. So they probably don't want to fuck with that kind of energy in the room (laughs) because, like, there's a lot of people who are into that, that want the weirdo, that want the, like— the aggressive outcast. Like, I think that that character is really important on Drag Race um, to balance out the pretty girls like Raja, you know? Yeah, I I love Evie. I want her to win. I, I, I love a truth teller. I love somebody that seeks out the truth. And I appreciate this new energy that she's bringing. I will say that her kind of... I don't know, pushing with Silky and kind of uh, fencing with Silky uh, in Untucked was a little much. Uh, I don't know. She, it was a little much. And even Evie on Twitter said, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't think that I really grasped what Silky was saying and I don't think that I should have come for her so hard. And I think that's kind of uh, another thing that I noticed was that 
while everybody was looking at Silky kind of reacting really, really hard, you know, obviously it was, you know, ripping off her dress and it's like, right. what are you doing that for? Right. I love that. <laughs> um, but there, but, but I don't think, uh, I, I think Evie could have done a better job at, uh, bringing bringing everything down because Evie kept pushing Evie kept going Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I think that in some ways maybe not in her presentation but certainly in her intention um and in some ways some of the way that she she um goes after things I feel like Evie oddly is like the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of Drag Race you know what I mean like she has that same like no we're gonna call things out energy and I'm gonna have receipts to back Mm. it up like when Evie calls shit out she follows it up with, like, a salient point. And as much as I think she did kind of come a little too hard for Silky, like, I appreciated that she was able to articulate, like, well, you know, why didn't you say something beforehand? Why are you saying it now when it's too late? And, like, that's stu- – like, I I think it was more the – it was more of, like, the intention behind it that I think Evie was calling out. I think that Evie was, like um, – I think he was she was seeing that that Silky was not being – was changing her story and was not being honest and was like, you yeah. know, and I think right. that was what she was put off by. But like the actual subject matter that that Silky wasn't being honest about wasn't that big a deal. Oh, <laughs> right. Right. It wasn't that big of a deal. And I think that's where Evie on Twitter was like, hey, I'm human. You know, I'm still growing. I'm still figuring out how and when to kind of keep going with something that's bothering me. Because obviously, yeah, if, if she told us who she was outside with Brooke, right? She said, I don't like it when people are false. I don't like that. And so I will call that out. And again, I'm he- all here for that. Uh, and I thought she was making some salient points in the beginning, right? Like uh, you didn't give your all at the beginning because it wasn't about Whitney. Uh, and basically that's where the... A conversation needed to end. Um, I will say one other moment that I loved Evie, because how do you respond when uh, when Silky said, "You bitches don't know me," right? She's getting upset uh, and starts shouting, and Evie goes, "You've been shouting who you are every fucking second. We know yeah. who you are, girl. <laughs> yeah, we get it. We know who you are. All you do is remind us." I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. That was- and- that was like that was a cut too, you know. It wasn't just yeah. truth; it was cutting true. <laughs> yeah, and I I like uh, that she like the one line that I really I really appreciated this uh, when she said like, you know, if if Silky's gonna bring religion into this, is gonna bring God into this, and and Evie's like, if God put you on this planet, He put you on this earth to be honest from the start, and mm. I think that is some like gold that is some gold right there it's like if you're if you're gonna claim this and you're gonna be here then be real from the start like i really i don't know that i i know i i've had like a couple issues with you know evie feeling just like the very the very uh taking things very seriously 20 something you know and like i appreciate that <laughs> but it can feel a little like okay okay but you know i'll, I'll take the i'll take the sour with the sweet you know because when she's right she's like spot on oh Completely. I, I love that she's she's 100% kind of in her beliefs in that and that she also recognizes that she's working on it. Um, mm-hmm. I when when she says, oh, man, when she says, what does that have to do with anything with the reveal? It reminds me that during this kind of heated high moment, Evie is still kind of grounded and seeing what's going on. 
Does that make yep. sense? Like, yeah. you have this queen that's screaming and tearing off things, and then meanwhile, Evie is like, why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Evie isn't getting caught up in uh, the sort of the the micro elements of the of the argument. She's seeing like the larger picture of like, okay, well, what does this have to do with anything? You're just like ripping your dress off now. Okay, but this doesn't have anything to do with the conversation we're having. Uh, I I will say I did like when at one point when when Silky said, "I feel very attacked." I thought that was really <laughs> funny. It was a great like tension breaker. Um, that is another yeah. Best Supporting Actress nominee. Uh, it was just okay. such a funny moment. Uh, it was <laughs> it was a moment for me to like find like okay, I like Silky. I like Silky like this. Like I love a queen who can make a reference. You know? Yeah, yeah. And she's a little cognizant about how upset she's getting. Like I do think yes. that Doctor Ganache was in the room watching Silky perform. Does that make sense? That's an interesting lens to watch in the season. Is when is Doctor Ganache in the room? <laughs> Paging the doctor Dr. is <laughs> Yes, the doctor is in. The doctor is out. <laughs> we need to page Dr. Ganache right now because Silky is is a mess. She is not the doctor right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying, Mary. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. All, all I really want is Dr. Ganache. <laughs> or you're going to be sent back to your house. <laughs> Yeah, I'll teach you how to do it in eight easy steps, Mary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Mary Chain. Uh, you, you know, Mary, if we were to to create a diva worship channel, it would be Alanis Morissette. It would. Like, no would. questions. And it yeah. would be called uh, it would be called uh, Conversations Over Cappuccino. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think Is that what um, it's called? Oh, now I'm fucking. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's a that's a deep that's a deep cut. I feel like uh I mean, uh, jagged little prayer circle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? The the song I'm thinking of is "No Pressure" over Cappuccino, which uh, yes. I loved. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no prayer but, circle but, over but, Cappuccino. Yeah, no prayer. <laughs> 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 oh God! Uh, joining you. Oh my God! It, Atlantis. Mm -hmm. Oh God! Our diva worship channel for Atlantis would be amazing. Oh um, yeah, because the only okay. way out is through, and we would sing about that. And <laughs> yeah, because you that. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. The Atlantis channel. <laughs> that I would be good. Um, okay, Mary. Mm -hmm. uh, let's let's move on. So, um, all right. So we were talking about Doctor Ganache kind of watching herself in this room when she said, I feel very attacked. And then basically Dr. Ganache was like, all right, Silky, keep hitting the pillow. Keep hitting the pillow. Keep hitting the right. pillow. Right. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah. And now take your dress off and now start doing a little bit of a pot of beret in front of everybody for no good reason. <laughs> like, <I don't. laughs> like, what are you doing? What girl? Oh, girl. But you know what? I got to give it to her because had Silky not kind of started doing the pot de beret stuff, like, I don't know, they would have been sitting around. I don't know. Maybe it would have been good because we would have talked about Nina. We would have talked about her journey because she got kind of eclipsed here because of this random fight that happened getting upset over being safe right i mean i love that you brought that up right i wish that nina was had a moment of this was my moment you know <laughs> like all of them fighting i think that would have been great 
I, I think, I think it would have been great if Silky said, go have your cigarette, bitch, to Evie. Right, right. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> like, that's – I'm into that. The Queen's just using Drag Race references in their conversation. <laughs> yeah. um, but, I mean, it certainly was one of the storylines in Untucked was Nina was like, you know – I would love to revel in this win a little. We could probably revel in this win a little because, yeah. like, this is like a sweet spot. This is over tomorrow, so like, let's right. enjoy being safe. Uh, you know, I I thought that was just like a great self aware moment as well that we haven't really heard queens maybe talk about enough of like when you're all safe, like, and y'all go back to untuck to tear into each other. It's like. You know, we should just be grateful that we're not out there right now getting torn into like Rue. Like, what are we doing? You know? Yeah, uh, I kind of miss the days. Yeah, I, I kind of miss the days where the queens that are safe talk shadily about the queens that are on the runway a little bit. You know, they have that little mm-hmm. moment. And then, yeah, they get some stories. They, you know, maybe there's a visit from home on the TV screen or, or whatnot. Uh, but I don't know. The fights seem a little early now. That's all I'm saying. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's tough to have fights like this with like 11 people in the room. It's just, it's too much. Uh, but um, uh, that being said, uh, I I mean, I, I enjoyed when the guests came to visit. Obviously, it's nice to see more of Guillermo Diaz and whoever this Troy Savant is. I don't really know about pop culture. Um, uh, I just moved we, oh, to this we, country you know 34 what? years ago. We we need to talk about that because I don't think we we talked about the pop culture stuff before we do. One of my favorite moments before moving on from Evie and Silky is when Evie is holding up her tentacles over mm-hmm. her head. Oh, it was, yeah. it was like oh, this is so drag. This is so grand. <laughs> it's so grand, and I think because I think Silky says, and she's talking at me from the side of her neck, and I was like, oh, is she talking about how she's. And it was so – I was like, what a weird nuance to pick up. She was talking at her at her from her neck. It was great. Uh, uh, but, but wait, can we talk about Plastique? Because she's getting a lot of shade for not knowing who Mariah Carey is but knowing who Troy Sivan is. And she made a really good point on Twitter where she's like, look – I moved here as an immigrant when I was 11, and then I was, like, getting beat up in school, like, learning a new language, like, learning a new culture. Like, I, I wasn't listening to Mariah Carey. Like, I missed it. Sorry. You yeah. know, it's just like, yeah. sue me. I don't know who Troy Sivan is. I should. And, you know, that that understanding is there. It's like, what do you, where do you want me to go from here? And so she, she – but, but, of course, she knows who Troy Sivan is. She's, like, gagging over Troy Sivan, which makes sense because he came out in the last, like, two years. Yeah, exactly. He's more recent. So it's like, yeah, of course she's going to know who he is. Like, you, you can't compare the two. It's not like she was like, Mariah Carey who? What about – what if we did Ethel Merman, you know? Like, what if we did <laughs> Joanne Castle? Like, she's not bringing up these, like, strange, you know – what if we did Joanne Worley? Like, I don't think that's like plastique is being consistent, you know? Yeah, it's consistent. And I I was a little shocked that she didn't really know who Beyonce was until like three, four years ago. But this is all still reminding me of, and probably to a more extreme sense, but when RuPaul is reading Queens for not knowing references. Mm-hmm. That, that's such a theme that comes up in Drag Race. I, I guess I don't really know what it's about. I don't know why they dwell on that. Well, I I mean, I think it speaks to, like, Rue's brand of drag and kind of the brand of drag that – and the brand of humor that kind of makes pop culture references and the performances that 
that do kind of know where this music's coming from and whatnot. But it's it's I think it's very specific because I think if you're like, for example, <clears throat> you know, if you're a queen who does like say, I mean, say if I did drag, right, like I would do lots of like answering phone calls and spoken word lip syncs, but they would be like really like it would be Barbara Harris. It would be Brenda Vaccaro. It would be like the stuff that I know. Those things are not current. They're not relevant. I don't think RuPaul would be expecting Plastique Tiara to know who Barbara Harris is, but does, would that invalidate the drag that I'm doing? You know what I mean? I think that it's, right. I think that it's specific to if you're going to be on drag race that you need to have pop mm-hmm. culture references because the game asks you to know them. But I don't okay. think it's required for drag. I think that's um, – I mean, that would be crazy because it's like there's drag all over the world. Are you expecting everybody to know Western culture, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the how's your head joke. It's like, okay, she didn't get the joke. Like somebody's yeah. got to explain it to her. That's how we learn those jokes, right? Like that's yeah. how we learn them because somebody explained yeah, it to Yeah, I mean I us. think – I mean, and somebody explained it to the people who are explaining it to them. You know what I mean? Like, right. someone explained these jokes to Rue. So you can't act like no one is is above that. That's how this works. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, you know, from plastique to uh, Ganache, Dr. Ganache letting Silky backpedal uh, on, you know, oh, I'm uncomfortable with Britney for religious reasons and... Evie holding up her tentacles and smoking outside with Brooke. Uh, I, you know, I, I still enjoy Untucked. Uh, it's, I, I just wish it wasn't so early. There's still some uh, more of these Queen's stories and more of their experiences that I want to hear about before we get mm-hmm. into some of the inter interweb drama, you know? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'll be curious to kind of. I, I'm at the stage now, yeah, where I also want to get more stories because I think that obviously makes the fights more interesting because you're more in, involved mm-hmm. and engaged in who these people are. So, I mean, it only makes for better TV anyway to have the fights not be between strangers. But I guess they can't. I mean, maybe I mean they can pick and choose what they want to show, but maybe they didn't have any other interesting footage. And like, if right. Silky's taking her dress off and pot of beret around, like you're not going to not show that, you know. Yeah, if she's getting humped by Guillermo, oh my God, you're going to show that. You're going to show that because, like, (laughs) I need to be able to figure out where to, like, imagine I fit into all of this. I need to, like, (laughs) you know, Photoshop her out of my brain's image of this and, like, you know, copy, replace, picture of myself. Exactly. (laughs) It's not that difficult. It's just technology. Um, Mary. So I, I would say, you know, as we kind of – I think we're kind of getting to the end of Untucked. I mean, I think there's just kind of Honey's segment at the end, which is Ugh. really one of the saddest goodbyes we've had. Uh, some of them are a little more resigned or a little more like, okay, you know, it's, it's fine. I get it. But this one was just like real fucking sad. Uh, and I can't not nominate Best Supporting Actress for Honey's collapse when she comes off stage. Ugh. I mean – Ugh. Ugh. You know, the producer like le- like starts to touch her and then lets her fall and then is just standing there. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I loved it. It reminded me of when Valentina was eliminated and she cried into the curtain. <laughs> oh, Remember yeah. that? It's such oh, a like oh, it's such a good these moment. Poor little queens. Oh, yeah, this was like I was like, oh, honey, this is like really hard to watch. I I can only imagine how awful that must feel. Right. Right. Oh, God. 
so best supporting actresses, Mary. Let's uh, what's the roundup? So the nominees are, and this of course is spanning from our uh, main stage episode into Untucked into Nuance. But as a reminder, our nominees are, of course, RuPaul performing the fretting of the of the queens. You know, RuPaul <laughs> turning it out once again. Uh, Nina's nuanced hosting skills and all her little, you know, uh, affectations. Um, I like I liked Ross's sparkle moment. Sparkle. Okay. Uh, sparkle. I liked. Uh, when Silky felt very attacked, and of course when hun- when hus- when Honey got drizzled uh, and, and <laughs> collapsed off stage, <clears throat> this was a hard week. There were some ca- some contenders. There were some just nice denominates, but I think it's really it it was tough. But I think it's only fair, Miss Honey Davenport. You are this week's best supporting actress. Mm. We are not tribu- trivializing your pain. We are merely recognizing the nuance of your human struggle and um, thanking you for sharing it with us. Because that was yeah, that was some real deal vulnerability there. Ugh, good for her, and I hope that. She's having a ball now. You know what I mean, Mary? I hope she's having two balls. I hope she's having, you know, 18 balls. You know what I mean, Mary? Yeah, as, <laughs> as many as can fit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Let congratulations to Honey. I probably would have nominated and then awarded Best Sporting Actress to Miss Vangie, who I think went a little unsung in terms of accolades. You know, I think <clears throat> the way I think about Miss Vangie is – she is so good that she's going to earn that nomination. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know, but it's going to happen. She's uh, so good that, like, I couldn't, like, she raises the bar. She has so many great moments that, like, the the, the bar for Vanjie to get nominated is much higher because she's okay. so good. All right, Mary. All right. But when she uh, well, does. With that. Well, with that, we should wrap up our Nuance episode. Uh, Mary's, if you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com, or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Johnny also. And you can get more of me on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and more of both of us at patreon.com backslash allrightmary, where if you listen to the main episode, you know you get all kinds of things like hot takes, drag race Thailand, uh, all kinds of fun shit. So patreon.com backslash allrightmary. Work. Work. <clears throat> that's all I got. I got to. <laughs> all right, Mary. Yeah, we'll- that's it. <laughs> all right, Mary's. We'll see you next week. Bye.